Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Celebrating 10 years of award-winning car talk, it's the In Wheel Time car show. Coming up, Jeffrey's going to review our pre-owned car of the week, the 2018 Honda Ridgeline. Conrad will have his car clinic. We'll have the stories making automotive news headlines along with a couple of guests. That and more just ahead on today's In Wheel Time Car Show for Saturday, April 24th, 2021. Howdy along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong, Jeffrey Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us today. And thank you very much for joining us. Um, I did want to mention a couple of things uh, that are coming up as far as racing is concerned. Um, on May the 29th, I know it's a little over a month away, but that's going to be the next race, uh, uh, roundy round race at Houston Motorsports Park. I know that you are... HMP. Yeah, Houston Motorsports Park. It's the place to be. May the 29th. And uh, if you want a little road trip, you can go over to the Mobile International Speedway uh, because on May 1st is race day over there. See, and that's where I thought you were thinking of taking the Corvette. Well, I would, but you have to understand that we have uh, next weekend uh, the Keels and Wheels. Big show. Big show next weekend. And actually, we've decided that uh, the show wasn't long enough, so we're going to extend it to 12 noon. Nice. We have so many guests. Oh, that's news to me. Really? Yeah. Is it's that your birthday? Incredible. Yeah, <clears throat> after okay. that. So if you're wondering where our guest is, so are we. Are we, are we getting anywhere close there, Mr. Mars? We're having an issue with the video portion. The, the video portion of the program. All right. Well, I, I do have a couple of other things that I – let me – Pardon me, I'm not turning my back to you. Just give me a second here. <laughs> it just so happens that I have my little pile of things that we can use here. And um, I well, thought, while you're looking for something, you want I, I, I've got a couple of things to. Well, uh, Conrad's beat me to the punch, so we'll just let him go me. ahead. You know, we we talked a couple of weeks ago uh, about the Meekum auction and how some of these donation cars, these charity cars, and how much money they've raised. Well, let's talk about the last Barrett-Jackson. Uh, and they had some huge charity cars go through. There was a 2003 Chevy Monte Carlo, uh, which was a Jeff, uh, uh, a Jeff Gordon car. It went through at $115,000. Was it the actual NASCAR? Yep. To benefit the Arizona Animal uh, Welfare League, there was a uh, Blackwing, a CTS-4V Blackwing. I, I did see that. That went through to benefit the uh, Black Ambition Opportunity, went for 165000 uh, The same group had a uh, CTS-5V Blackwing, and it went through, uh, the, and the charity uh, received $265,000. There was a 2020 Corvette Convertible. Uh, that went through uh, for, to benefit the United Way, sold for $400,000. And that was uh, the third, excuse me, the first retail-built Corvette convertible for 2020. The uh, number one 0001 TRX launch edition uh, Ram truck to benefit the United Way went through for $410,000. I'm not a big fan of the United Way, are you? You know how much is the CEO of that company makes? It's well, a company. I, I look at it as how much of the money that's donated to them goes to the charity. The star. I, I did what I was told. All right. So, so, so Kelly's so, here. So, 
Kelly is here, and she is joining us, and she is ready. Been to very go? patient okay, while well, we try and work through this. All right. Well, let is... me just uh, start off the story, okay? Yes. Uh, uh, the fatal crash of a Tesla with no one apparently behind the wheel has cast a new light on the safety of semi-autonomous vehicles and the nebulous U.S. regulatory terrain they navigate. <clears throat> the Tesla Model S smashed into a tree last Saturday at a high rate of speed, failing to negotiate a bend, burst into flames, killing one occupant found in the front passenger seat and the owner in the back seat. That all happened in the woodlands just north of Houston. Tesla CEO Elon Musk tweeted on Monday that preliminary data downloaded by Tesla indicate the vehicle was not operating on autopilot and was not part of the automaker's full self-driving system. <coughs> Tesla's autopilot. Her main interest is assessing the performance and driver experience of advanced driver assistant systems. And so here she is now. It's Kelly Funkhauser from Consumer Reports. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us, and it's a pleasure to have you with us today, especially with a story that has gone worldwide but is really kind of local at the very uh, heart of it because two people died in that accident last Saturday night just north of where we are here in the Houston area. So, uh, Kelly, um, what exactly found out? Because I know that you guys test all different kinds of cars, and this particular car was in your fleet. What have you found out? Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. And, um, you know, first of all, I want to say that this is a really unfortunate crash. We've lost two lives. Um, I know that that's particularly uh, close to home for you all. Um, and so, you know, our key mission is to make sure that vehicles are safe and any technology that's put on vehicles is safe for drivers to use. Um, so yes, we have had this vehicle. We've had all of the different vehicles that Tesla produces at our track. And we currently have um, a Tesla on hand, a Model Y. It's actually here at my, my house today, sitting right outside this window. Lucky you. Um, and so we've tested the autopilot system as well as the full self-driving package, but that was not relevant to this case. It was just the autopilot. And so what, what have you, have you found, uh, found out how, how in the world can a car that supposedly has to have a human being behind the wheel could be put into autopilot and driven from another seat other than the driver's seat? Right. So we have seen YouTube videos and, and you know, the Internet is full of um, all sorts of crazy things uh, of people tricking these systems in the past. And so we actually look at how easy it is to trick each of the systems um, on all of the cars, not just Tesla, but on all the cars that have the capabilities of controlling the steering, so trying to keep it in the lane, as well as the speed, which are basically the two building blocks to, you know, controlling the driving aspect while you're on most major highways and most roadways. So we wanted to document whether or not it was even possible to have the vehicle on autopilot with no one in the driver's seat. We've seen it before, but we wanted to check with our own eyes. So we took it out to our track, which is a closed test track, very important. Um, you know, we weren't in danger of any other vehicles, um, uh, you know, coming at us or anything like that. And we did have a, a team of monitoring to know if there's even a driver 
in the driver's seat. Well, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I have, we had the story here several weeks ago. Well, actually, it was last year because it's been in development. And now I know that GM is using it on many of their semi-autonomous vehicles where there is basically a camera that looks at the driver's eyes. And, um, and it, it can determine whether there's eyes there in front of the camera and also can determine whether or not you're going to nod off and that sort of thing. Uh, explain how that works and why that is important. Uh, clearly, we don't want to fall asleep behind the wheel, but um, it's also going to be integrated, I understand, into the semi-autonomous system that uh, GM continues to develop off of their cruise system that they have in cars now. Right. Um, so the Cadillac system with Super Cruise uses a camera to look at the driver's head and eyes. And so it's trying to see if the driver is looking towards the forward roadway. It's not at all a perfect system. It can make easy, simple improvements as well to be even better. Um, but currently it's really the only one on the market that is doing what they're doing. We do have some other brands like BMW. Because the technology's already proven to do that, they have it. It's just a matter of taking that sensor, putting it in the driver's side and integrating it into the computer. Why they would not do that really doesn't make any sense at all. Well, I think part of it is- Right, is so, so they, they do actually have the sensor in the driver's seat. Um, it's it's required. Go ahead. No, but but is it not integrated into the the audio uh, this week uh, about about the your discovery? Yes, we have, and and um, so there are some safeguards in place, right? We didn't just turn it on from the passenger seat. The seatbelt had to be buckled, and we did you know trick the system by putting a weight on the steering wheel. Um, that doesn't mean that other people don't go out and trick the system just as easily, but we don't recommend doing that. It's not how it's intended to be. Um, but going back to the, the government, you know, their role in this, we are very lucky at CR to have a former acting administrator of NHTSA, David Friedman. Electric power, but also to have autonomous uh, driving or at least autonomous assist. And I, I, I find it that, our, do you think, got our... Out, out ahead of our skis. Yeah, I think that we're out ahead of the, the thing here, and I really haven't given it too much thought in a rush. Do you guys feel the same way? So, jewels that we would like to see, you know, widespread. But if you just hop in and you don't know what you're doing, it's really easy to misuse it, um, you know, accidentally or intentionally. And so, Anything at all we can do, driver monitoring camera, put that weight sensor in, anything at all is, you know, huge improvements towards this potential life-saving technology. Has a Consumer Reports investigators uh, had access to the, the Tesla data? Because Tesla's acquiring data on these vehicles while they're in motion. There's... there's uh, data that's transmitted at the moment of accident and, you know, seconds before. I know OnStar does the same thing. So there's a lot of data acquisition that's done by the manufacturer. Has, the, has Consumer Reports looked, has looked at it yet? I don't know any of those things for sure. Um, I know there's a lot of speculation about who has seen what, what exists and, and all of that. Um, it's It's 
quite uh, the conversation online right now. Okay. Um, but no, I have not seen it. I do not know for sure that it exists, who has it, oh, anything it- like that. Um, I, I do believe. May 23rd, Circuit of the Americas, NASCAR in Texas. Going to be a pretty cool event. Uh, first time uh, the, the NASCAR guys have driven the road course at Circuit of the Americas. Also this weekend is IndyCar at St. Petersburg Street Course. And then the following weekend, the uh, IndyCars are going to be at Fort Worth, Texas at the, at the mile and a half track. NHRA is on the second. The Southern National at Atlantic Dragway. Uh, Formula One is going to be May 9th, and Monaco is going to be May 23rd. Thank you, sir. Time now for our pre-owned car of the week. And ladies and gentlemen, we always want more Jeff. And Jeff is here now with a review of what do you have today, sir? I have a 2018 Honda Ridgeline. Very special vehicle. You don't see too many of them, uh, but you do. On at least I, I see them, but some folks don't. It's kind of like the modern day El Camino. Sure, yeah, we could go that route. Uh, available trim levels are the RT, the Sport, the RTL, the RTLE, the RTLT, and the Black, which is an all-wheel drive ridgeline. We're reviewing the RT, which is a utility vehicle. It is not shown or listed as a sport utility vehicle. It is just a utility vehicle. Five passengers. Uh, exterior, you've got uh, colored front bumpers on the, uh, uh, the fascia treatments. Uh, you've got the black rear step bumper treatment. You've got black side trim, body colored mirrors, tilt option, and manual folding mirrors. Uh, the You've got the dark chrome grill. You can get different options and different variations of color on the grill itself. And, of course, you've got the fog lamps on the front. Now, so far as the uh, interior goes, and there's a nice shot of that vehicle there. I kind of like that color, too. color is very popular. You've got eight-way power driver seats. You've got tilt and scope steering wheel. Uh, power rear window. So on the back of the, just before the uh, bed of the truck, the power rear window does go up and down. Uh, Heated steering wheel, remote start, distance pacing feature, which is always nice to have, and it kind of goes into the the uh, uh, feature right the feature we had before, which was a scary statement that you said, where you've got young folks, new drivers in these Tesla vehicles. That was kind of scary for me. Uh, Easy to use touchscreen, so the touchscreen, everything is available from the cockpit that you're in. Ding, ding. Getting to the power sources of this vehicle, the engine is a 3.5 liter, 212 cubic inch displacement, direct injection. <laughs> He's making up for it. 280 horsepower at 6,000 RPM with the 262 foot-pounds of torque at 4,700 RPM, and it is a six-speed automatic transmission. You're getting in the city uh, right at 18 miles per gallon, 25 on the highway, 21 combined with a 19.5-gallon fuel tank. Uh, you've got the uh, ride and handling is a multi-link suspension, four-wheel disc, and a lock. Maximum towing is 5,000 pounds, which is good. Uh, rear window sway, uh, rear front and rear sway bars, not rear window. Uh, 245-60R18 wheel uh, tires and on an 18 by 7.5 alloy wheel. 30 to 40 grand for the vehicle. Uh, that's based on condition and miles. Uh, three recalls for this unit. Uh, one of them was equipment, which is on the seatbelt side. He called it a unit. Did you hear him say I that? I said unit. And it's a big unit. Uh, equipment was the seatbelts. Fuel system had an issue, uh, a recall. And then, of course, the seatbelts back to it again were rivets. They had a rivet problem. So we all do logos. We like the logos. And, of course, the Honda, if we could get to that, it's perfect. 
Oh, I, I just had them there, too. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh, Japanese, uh, Sekiro Honda, founded Honda in 1946, which... Sekiro. Yeah. Is that was his that first name? Well, we call him Mr. Honda. Mr. Honda. That's easier to say. Okay. Uh, his beginnings, uh, humble beginnings, he was an actual mechanic, and he made uh, piston rings, and he sold them to Toyota. That's how he got to start. And okay. then after World War II, the factory was blown up. He sold the remnants and all the good stuff to Toyota. And uh, you'll see there on it once Conrad gets back what, to what, it. What are you doing over there, Conrad? Conrad's controlling the video. Mars, well, you know, I asked for a, a longer pause Never mind. That's too, it. too so much there information. There's, there's there you the go. Here there's the logo. logo. Needless yeah. to say. The but, Inwheel Time logo. Okay. Yeah. Just to get back to it, the, the uh, logo is a capital H, which refers to the name of the company. This, and it's... Uh, the, from the founder. It's so not two the, guys shaking hands. No, no, no. That was That's a Hyundai. But if you look at the actual H, the top portion of the H is spread out wider than the bottom. So that makes the Honda logo. My God. But if you wanted the Acura, they reversed it. They put the top of the H together to make the Acura symbol. It's the same Honda vehicle. One Give me spread that. Open Give me that. One Give is, me that away from him. He's driving us nuts. On the motorcycle side, they put wings. The Honda put the wings on it. So that would be the differentiation of the Honda car, the Acura, and then, of course, the motorcycle. And the motorcycle didn't have a cockpit. That did not. The end. The Inwheel Time Car Show streams on Facebook, YouTube, and InWheelTime.com. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon, and Podcast Addict. The Inwheel Time Car Show continues right after this brief message. Let me tell you about a locally owned and operated group of dealerships called Bayway. Bayway owner Daryl Wisniewski is born and raised right here, and he knows Houstonians better than anyone. Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, Bayway Lincoln and Bayway Chevrolet are managed by Lincoln Stahl. And when you get to know these guys, you'll want to become part of the Bayway family too. Feel good that you're part of Houstonian-owned Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com, Bayway Chevrolet.com, and Bayway Lincoln.com. Remember the name, Bayway. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's premier cruise-in, and you're invited to join in. Whether you're a cruiser or spectator, Tailpipes and Tacos is the place to enjoy made-to-order breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and mingle with Houston's fun car people. Mark your calendar for Saturday, May 15th for Tailpipes and Tacos at the Luby Tortilla Mexican Restaurant in Katy, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tailpipes and Tacos is free and everyone's invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods all at one location. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Lippy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10 in Katy. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Lippy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in. Tailpipes and Tacos, Saturday, May 15th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Lupi's in Katy. The in-wheel time car show will be there, too. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise in, May 15th, 8 to 11 a.m. at Lupi's in Katy, weather permitting. That's it for this podcast episode of the In-Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.